Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we get started, we want to tell you about Betty's. Each Betty set is all in one piece. Your Betty's include your sheet, blanket, comforter, and matching pillowcases. And they all go on your bed like a fitted sheet. Betty's comes in sizes toddler to king and are perfect for any bed, especially if they're in a tight space, kind of like a bunk bed. While you're listening, go and shop right now at Betty's.com, B-E-D-D-Y-S.com, and use our code MOMVOICE for 15% off your purchase. Now on to the show. Okay, Lauren, I have a funny one for you today. Are you ready? Okay, yes. Okay, exactly. How chatty should you get with the girl who does your bikini wax? Oh, gosh. Um, Because the girl who did my wax last week, like, wanted my life story. Legit. Well, I think it's a very easy, like, nerve defense to like just chat and keep chatting but I don't want to I like need I need to focus I need to be quiet like anticipate get my mind right and she's just like chatting and while she's doing all this stuff and I'm like I don't know I can't answer questions right now stop asking me things oh in the past when I have felt like nervous or uncomfortable like that I know that I'm over talking like I usually am super chatty and I feel like again that's like Either the physician or the, the whoever type person's like defense to the just. OB-GYN. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, how old are your kids? Like, even you can even see it with the kids, with your kids at the dentist. Like, oh, the little yes. hygienists are like, So, what sports did you play? Where do you go? Like, what school do you do? Da, da, da. Oh and it's gosh. like they overshare, over talk because yeah. it's like, People are tense. People oh are nervous. Gosh. Oh my gosh. I was just like, no, lady, I cannot answer any questions right now. Like she's asking me what I do for work, like where my kids go to school, like all these things. And I'm like, I just can't, like, I can't breathe right now. Don't ask me to do anything. Oh, With I things totally like that, follow up question. And it doesn't have to be like a wax, but even like getting your blood drawn or something like that. Anything that kind of hurts. Do you like to watch it? Like, does it help? No. You no. don't want to watch it. No. I'm a thousand percent the opposite. I need to like see the needle go in my arm. I want, it's bizarre. I like almost, it helps me with the anticipation in a weird way. Yep, of course. I don't like the not knowing. Yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. No, I don't want to look. I don't want to know. I don't want to see it. Yeah, I'm like distracted. You like the surprise? No, I like the distraction. Yeah. I just like, okay, da, 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 and that's why I usually am talking. And it's just like, okay, keep my mind out of it, away from it, off of it. I know. And this reminded me of a conversation that you and I had the other day as we had gone through. We have a local like, what, coffee, drink shop here, whatever, called Dutch Brothers. Yeah. And it's so, you know where I'm going. (laughs) Yes. Every single time we roll through that place, I roll through that place. I just feel like they are so chatty. 
Yeah, it was so funny because we drove through and the girl with the tablet at the front was like, hey guys, what are we doing today? Oh, fun. Oh, how many kids do you have? Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. Then we get to the window and the guy's like, here you go. Hey guys, how's the day going? <laughs> what do you got on the, what's your plans? What's the plans? Oh, really? Wow. Where do you guys go to work? Like that's so cool. And you just kept, they kept going and going. I mean, their energy I is know. spot on. Spot and on. And they ask you your life story, like straight up. It's you like so ready funny. for your like social and, you know, your kid's birthdays next. It's, you just pull away going, whew. Yeah, you need a breather. Like clearly they've had too many coffees that morning. No, but I, we were joking like in line, like, oh my gosh, their training must be like, engage the buyer. Get that customer happy. Make them smile. Ask again. I know. Keep Make, going. Keep going. Make them feel important. I mean, when we've gone to Starbucks, or like swig. I mean, oh, they're just yeah. like, hey. how's it going, guys? What you got on the? What do you? Put? Oh, was kind of next level. It was so funny. And the girl somehow she. How did she start saying something? She's like, oh my god, I just like, I just want to be like this with my mom friends when I'm older. She's like nineteen, right? Yeah. Yes. And like, oh my god. I, 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 I want like to be like you when I when I'm a mom, and I was like, oh, we just oh felt God. so old, so, so fast, old, so fast, and we looked haggard that yeah, day. Yeah, that was the day I think we oh, had like we had just gotten home from California, yes, right, right, and it was you know the vacation hangover, guys, oh. is a real thing, yeah. and I just mean like the piles of laundry. The like lack to do that, anything. That day she had helped me out and picked me up from somewhere. So we were like, let's drive yeah. through and get some breakfast or whatever. Yeah. But oh it's my gosh, like, it was so oh, funny. Yeah. We were definitely. I know. Am I just a horrible person that I just don't want to talk to every single person that no, I come I in contact just with? Want to, well, clearly, like, yes, from your, you know, waxes to your I drink know. shops. Yes, and it's I the know. same thing with like reflexology. When I used to go oh, reflex, massages. not reflex, not not reflex. I'm sorry, massages. I do not want to talk during no. a massage. That is, should be like a forbidden rule. But like so many people don't they talk. like right? Or do they not know that? Do they not get that? Girl. That is the funniest thing. Oh, it's horrible. And I do feel like I feel bad for you. I know it's quiet in there all day. You don't get a whole lot of interaction. I understand that. Right. But I'm also paying a freaking fortune to be here, and I just want to relax. Relax. I know. Might shock people because we talk all the time, but. I- <laughs> As I'm saying this out loud, I hate talking. Ah, bah, 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 bah. So true, but yes, oh we're gosh. here talking. We just talked that talk. Yes, yes, we are. And oh you're listening. Gosh. Well, you guys, today's a special day. I know. Happy Valentine's Day. Yay. I know. The day of love. I mean, we Valentine's Day is a fun one. I kids get so into it. And I was I was gonna ask you, does you know, Kate, who's in third grade, and I have two third graders, does she have a Valentine? I, is that a thing right now for you guys? She doesn't. No, no, she has not brought it up. Like somebody specific, she wants to get something for. Is that what you mean? Yeah, as a boy asked her, acknowledge Valentine. No, no. Oh my gosh! Even though it's... she very much has a crush. Yeah, yeah. Does she want to give him no, something? Hasn't brought it up at okay, all. Okay, okay. No. Yeah. How about yours? What's no, going on over there in no, the Willis I know. house? So funny. I, at my third third graders have never really talked about crushes. Like we know, like their friends have crushes, but they've never really crushed on anybody, and so. It's kind of like a thing, I guess, kind of at their school. Like you'll ask, maybe you could ask somebody to be your Valentine. It doesn't mean your girlfriend, boyfriend. It doesn't even mean. Did you not have one about I, that age? I probably, I can't even oh, remember. I can remember rolling into the Walmart and oh, getting yeah. some of that spray aerosol cologne for my man. Oh. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. But you know what I'm talking about. No, well, that's, what, oh, that's kind of so what's funny. going on over here. So, um, 
my old Emmett, his best friend slash cousin has a Valentine. And so I asked Emmett, are you going to have a Valentine this year? And he's like, no, maybe next year. Literally, that's what his word was. No, maybe next year. But then a few days later, someone had asked him. No. And I guess he said yes. Ah! And I was like, oh, so you have a Valentine. And a girl asked him. And I was like, okay. And so he's like, so like, I got to get her something. I was like, okay, we can get it. And we did. We rolled into Walmart and picked out something (gasps) from the Valentine section. And it's cracking me up. And now my Tristan, I wouldn't say he's girl crazy. I really wouldn't because he's approaching it though, right? No. Well, well what I was going to say is he has had a crush. And I think I've said this on here before, yeah, like since day one, like in kindergarten, up. he's always had a girl he crushes on. And it's not like he's trying to hold her hand or he's talking about her 24 seven or anything weird. It's just, he's always had a crush. Whereas my twins have like never even crossed that. They don't talk about the other gender. They don't crush. They're not cute and i i like have to chalk that up to the fact maybe because they're boy girl twins and they're always around the opposite gender. that's what i was gonna say maybe there's not a whole lot of mystery there exactly. they've been in the same bathtub exactly well not well, now obviously but like there's always been around no, the other well, gender mean, she's always around him and yeah, his yeah. friends he's around her friend i mean it's just they've always totally. been around and emma's been around kate his and whole it's, life right and like it's all just, this they're yeah. not They've just never been into it. It's so funny. And so it's funny to see Emmett kind of, I don't know if he's just going with the flow and I think he kind of is and that's fine. But then like no one's asked Evie and I'm trying not to like, I don't think it's a thing. I don't think she's worried about it. But then I haven't heard anyone's talking about it. I'm like, I don't want her to feel bad. But I mean, it's not a thing for everybody. So I'm not like worried. She hasn't really made a statement or comment about it. So I'm sure it's nothing. But what about Tristan? Is he still with the same crush? Yeah, he's still got the same crush. Oh, my girl that he crushed on last year. If they get married in however many years, (laughs) I will just die. Because I have been listening to this about this same girl for years. It's so darling. I know. It's kind of funny. And the funny thing is, it's not even like they're not girlfriend and boyfriend. We don't like do that. And they don't even like do anything. But it's just like. She's oh the gosh. prettiest girl in school no. and he's, she, you know, the I got a crush design. on her. I yep. love it. Yep, yep. Girl, is it so crazy? So if you guys follow along, then a few weeks ago, our families were in Disneyland together and there was a moment where Kate and Emmett was talking and I was like, oh, I hope they have a crush at some oh point. <laughs> I know. I know. It would it's be too perfect. too perfect. It would be. Emmett is two months older than her and yep. they've literally known each other since birth. And I'm just like, oh, so cute. But before we go any further, we want to remind you guys about the Wally case. We love our Wally. I mean, we use it pretty much for our wallet full time now. We carry our cards. We love the loop. Oh, I can't even imagine life without the loop anymore. I know. And honestly, even at Disneyland and stuff, and I'm even for my run, like just being able to hold my phone confidently and carry it or get different angles, hold it up, selfies. It saves you on those um, roller coasters. Absolutely. We love the Wally, like Lauren said, and so many of you have gone out and gotten them. We're so grateful. It's a small way that you really can support us here at The Mom Voice. So if you haven't yet, head over to their website. It's wallycases.com. It's W-A-L-L-I cases.com. They have a lot of cute selections right now for a lot of phone models. So go check it out. And when you're ready to purchase, make sure to enter code MOMVOICE for 15% off. We really do love these. Yeah, we do. Okay, girl. Well, 
It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's. We have a tradition here on the Mom Voice. (laughs) I guess it's become one. It absolutely has. I'm totally kidding. And bizarrely enough, I'm getting a little more and more comfortable with talking about these things, Lauren. I know. Go back to the very first time we ever talked about sex on the podcast. And I can remember just having this anxiety about oh my gosh, who's listening? Are my parents going to hear this? Like, blah, blah, blah. Even though it was so innocent. It was like, and, and we're, we like to keep it classy here, guys. Yeah. 100% truth, honest. We may have more candid discussion off the mic between us. Yeah. But we, we do. We want to keep it classy. We know our children might hear this one day. <laughs> yep. Like once it's out there, it's out there. Can't like, take that back. You can't take those things back, right? Oh my gosh. But for today's episode, we asked for suggestions last week, as you heard, and we actually got some really good feedback on our Instagram um, page. So we're, we went through, we hand-selected a few that we thought were really good and interesting topics, and we're going to be addressing those here. Um, but before we do, Lauren and I were actually talking about something Before we hit record, I was saying to Sarah, we don't want to always kind of come to the podcast or a conversation that sex is always this negative thing or stressful thing or Or bad. There's so much more to do or grow or or you're not doing it well enough. We're not doing enough for sex and our sex life and our husbands. Really. And so it all again comes full circle that it's like bettering your life. And it's not like this negative taboo thing because I just. I, I I think we've had some fun, like fun chat about sex, but a lot of times I think us women can be so hard on ourselves when it comes to the subject that it's just, we're not doing it all and we're not doing it right and it's not enough and it's mud da da Yeah, totally. So even though the couple questions that we did pick out here might sound like a little negative or like, I don't know, like questions about like pain or problems you might be having in your sex life, like we just want it to be like a positive approach of like, hey, we all go through our peaks, our valleys in our relationships. And like, we just want this to be like a friendly open space where you can chat with your girlfriends about it. And like, we just don't ever want to share the message that like, you should be doing more. You're not enough. You don't look sexy enough. You need to be more blah, 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 like whatever. We don't want to be sharing that message like at all. We have gone through all different types of stages in our relationships. It's just funny, like the couple of questions and comments of like um, the feedback that we got when we asked about this topic, there were a lot more like, oh, I need, what about this or concern about this, like pain, it hurts, like whatever. And you'll see as we go on, but we just want to remind you, like we, we think that sex is so important for your marriage. And we think the only reason we do talk about it and ways to like improve it or like spice up your marriage or make yourself feel sexier is just because it is such a integral part of your relationship. And this is just a safe space and hopefully something that you can relate to and that will help you out. Okay, so with that said, the very first question that we saw, which really piqued our interest, was about therapy, specifically sex therapy. Someone just kind of inquired about what is sex therapy and like why would a couple need it or go to sex therapy? And when I read this one, I just had to laugh because I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to say about that? Like, we don't have anything to offer here, but it did. It kind of piqued my interest and I was like interested and I started reading a little bit about it. And you guys, it kind of sounds more normal than I think it is. Well, I think there's a lot of tabooness always still 
around therapy and sex. And yes, and sex. Period. So put those two together. I mean, people are like, heck no, oh I'm gosh. not doing that. I'm yeah. not going there. But I had to laugh when I was reading this just very like general breakdown of sex therapy. I, I'm going to share this. This made me last laugh. Um, also, everyone will keep their clothes on. The sex therapist will not be having sexual relations with anyone or showing anyone how to have sex. So don't worry. That is not what sex therapy is. It is not part of the process, you guys. You will keep your clothes on. I was like, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, but let's try and not get too off topic. They asked us, what is sex therapy and why would a couple go? I think it's a very broad term that could encompass a whole lot of things. But some of the ones that I read that really sprung to mind were like low libido, low sex drive, um, like functional problems with sex, things like that. And I mean, specifically talking about the low libido, I know we have talked about that on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, And I think it's something and uh, say, what is libido, Lauren? Yeah, that's your sex drive. And it's crazy because I actually would not think that's a qualifying purpose to go to a therapist. Well, we literally laughed out loud, literally laughed when we read that because we're like, yeah, right. Then we're all needing to go. Right. Then we all need to go. All us mothers need to go. Right? No, even just the lack of interest or low confidence that follow that. I was like, well, then like, isn't that the majority of all of us? All of us when we gain weight and we don't want to be (laughs) naked in front of someone. I can especially relate to these words and these feelings and thoughts and all. Like when I was in those baby making years, not baby making years, sorry, baby producing years, like right after babies come out, my body's trying to recover. Like you just don't, you know, you remember those feelings of just feeling just so like tired, exhausted. My hormones are off. Like you just don't want another person touching you when you're feeding a baby all day and like all these things. And so we did, we just laughed out loud. But I do think that a sex therapist That's what they do. They're qualified to kind of address all of those things from a physical standpoint and an emotional standpoint, right? Right. And especially if you have like any type of like past trauma or anything like that that you maybe not have addressed yet, I do think that maybe a really good qualified sex therapist could help you and your partner. Right. I mean, other things are like ED, um, inability to reach climax, lack of response to um, certain things, distressing sexual thoughts, inability to control our behaviors. There's an array of emotions. And maybe it's not you, maybe it's your spouse, or maybe um, it's something that together you guys need to kind of figure out. But I think instead of just like, oh, I heard this or this book said this, Maybe talking to a professional can really give you some clear guidance. I know. And I also read that a lot of people who see a sex therapist, like it's not an ongoing long thing, that it can only be like a few appointments and you might have the solutions you need. You so, know, And the thing is, I mean, obviously when you ask a question, especially and honestly, it's very safe and it feels very, hopefully you're going to find an answer. And the thing here too is like, we it i we ha, i ha, we had to laugh because we were talking about oh my gosh having a going to see a sex therapist and you're talking to a total stranger about all these really really personal and kind of things. intimate things totally. right but i was just saying to sarah like well yeah i'd rather honestly like divulge all that to a stranger that has no judgment on me doesn't know me than to even some of my closest friends or yeah. like 
sisters or something because it is so personal and raw. And in a way, that's like what we're doing here. Yeah. We're talking to each other, but like we don't know how far no, our reach so, is. Right. I feel like I'm almost, not that you're strangers to us, but like no. we're we're still kind of putting that out to the oblivion totally. and I'm not really talking to you all face to face about this very oh, private I know. thing. It is such a private thing. And I think it's really intimidating for people. But if it's something that you're thinking about, I mean, I do think that that is a safe space and it's something that you know, it is out there and it's available. But I will say, I did read that there's no like specific degree for it or anything like that. Oh, so really? be careful and like make sure you're really doing your homework on who who you go see if this is something you're interested in. Like you obviously want it to be a doctor, a psychologist, um, a nurse, an NP, like something like that who received other training. Like Yes. I don't know. I think anybody can kind of call themselves a sex therapist. That's oh, what I'm wow. trying to say. Interesting. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. I know. I thought that was crazy too. And I wanted to make sure and say it here on the podcast because I do feel like when you're searching for a therapist, like it can be such an intimidating thing and something that a lot of people just get overwhelmed with and shy away from. And so I guess just really do your homework and make sure like if you are seeking something out like this, that you find a therapist who's like well-qualified, has all the credentials, has good reviews online. Like, I don't know if you'll necessarily find like a firsthand recommendation for one, but I do think there's plenty of things that you can find out about them, you know? Make sure that you guys are compatible. And that's a huge thing with any sort of therapy because you want someone that you know how to talk to, easy to talk to, that kind of gets you. You can get a compatibility like we click or we don't pretty quick. Oh, totally. Things if you go solo versus couples, sometimes it's great to be together. Sometimes it's something you need to address on your own. 100%. I think there's so many scenarios and things that can be covered in sex therapy. Like there's just too many to even list here. And especially if you're trying to like recover from past trauma or anything that's like really hard and you feel like you need outside help with, we're totally encouraging you to go do that just to do your homework and find someone that has really solid credentials and that you're compatible with. Okay, moving on to our next question. This is from a listener we got on Instagram, and she said, Hi, ladies. I heard you say you were looking for ideas on relationship topics this week, and I have one for you. My husband doesn't like kissing me anymore, and I don't want, and I don't want you to get the wrong impression. We have a great marriage and totally love each other, but for, but for a while now, sorry, he's just really hesitant to kiss me and says he doesn't like it. And then she goes on and on. But whoa. Whoa. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. That's like kind of mind blowing because you just think that's such a part of like being passionate and physical with each other. Well, and do for, you and George still kiss a lot? Yeah. No, not a lot. No, not a nothing lot. like we used to, man. Yeah. Making out was like life back in the beginning, you know, right, right. but now it is so different. And I can like understand how that kind of evolves in a marriage, sure. but it is so sweet and intimate and like affectionate and even like because you can kiss anywhere you can't have sex anywhere you can right. kiss anywhere yeah you can be with that person and like express it that way so not doing that would be really hard I mean dare I say it's like kind of needed for Jeremy and I yeah. to like to go there like we really it's part of our life process yes. and we've never like 
I guess it's a little less than we used to when we were dating, but like it's always been a very big part of our marriage for some reason. But I don't know. I mean, what advice do we give her? That's so hard. I, I guess first and foremost, I'll just be blunt and say, make sure it's nothing like orally like a smell or cleanliness factor it's a great point all of that right like I do feel like sometimes people just can't be self-aware and you know I don't know maybe go get a cleaning like really make sure your hygiene is like on point I hate to be so blunt no and that's so funny because George is so aware of that self-aware of that like almost every time he gets into bed if he doesn't had hadn't just brushed his teeth he like will either put like a little lick of toothpaste on his tongue or mouthwash or even a mint he always does I I never do oh he is so considerate to me and I'm like what I just I just had a Oh, you know, I, I just ate a cheeseburger yes, with onions, <laughs> with onions. Oh, see, I totally like still chew gum. Like I'm so hyper. You know how I am yeah, about that's scents. George. So he's so hyper, yes, I'm like, like sensitive, paranoid too. about my home smelling good. And I'm extra paranoid about me smelling oh, good. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Just take it. Oh love it anyway. Gosh, love <laughs> it anyway. No, but I do feel like I'm, I can even think of a handful of people in my head right now who are like really germaphobic and like, you know, they like things really clean and neat. And I could almost see how kissing could start to get in there and like bug people. But part of me also feels like, and this sounds probably really mean, but like, I feel like that's really selfish because if it's part of her love language, if it's part of her foreplay, if it's important to her, like you got to prioritize your woman. Yeah. And like, just get over it. Like I, and I understand it may not be the most comfortable thing, but even saying that out loud sounds really weird because I feel like every person, every person on this planet like makes out. Or woman ask, or man. I know we're not being very helpful on this question, but right. I do think maybe another thing would be to ask what he likes. Maybe it's a literal like, maybe you're using too much tongue or like, yes. I, like there's different ways to kiss, Between right? Yeah. Like, and it may have been a really long time since you've kissed anybody else or experienced any other technique or anything yes. like that. And like, I don't know. I do think there's a lot of, there's other places to kiss. Right. Other places. Think yes, about that. Totally. Like, the ear, the neck, like bot, like all sorts of things. I do feel like if the kissing on your mouth is so important to you, make sure your hygiene's on point, <laughs> look really sexy, smell good, and then just talk to him. Be like, what do you like? What, what, you know, whatever. Do you like or, this? Or you know more that? than anything, I think it's almost like, say, this is what I like yeah. and I need Step that. up for me. And I want that. You stand and, up for yourself. Right, girl. exactly. And I kind of feel like, you know, m- most men are just very easily satisfied and they're going to be fine. Women are harder and it's a lot more complicated. So if that's something that you want and you want to make out with your man, you tell him and that. that's okay. I, I think totally you just kind of prioritize that. Amen, sister. Okay, our next listener question or comment that we got, I'm not going to go through and read the whole thing, but it was kind of about um, how to get over pain during sex. Like, and saying that, like, intercourse really is painful for her physically. And is there something she's doing wrong? And, you know, it causes her to get in her head and get distracted. And she just doesn't enjoy it as much as she thinks she should enjoy it. And was kind of asking if we had ever experienced that and, you know, things like that. So, what do you think, Lauren, about pain, pain during intercourse for women? 
Okay. Well, where do we start with this one? I, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, pain and pleasure should not be in the same sentence in this situation. So <laughs> yes. we definitely need to get rid of the pain. And I mean, it could be so many different things. And dare I say, it might be a common issue, especially yeah. if like you're new to sex and younger or anything like that. I feel like I've heard a handful of times like this happening and there's a, quite a few reasons that it could be happening. So, I mean, well, even Lauren, do you remember years ago us talking about a friend that we knew that had this happen and her just saying how bad it hurt, that it was so painful. Not even like how bad, like literally like they couldn't have sex. Remember, like it was kind of like, it was near like impossible. And I was so confused by that. But then I was, I was a virgin. So I didn't really know the the questions to ask or what do you mean? Like, and I didn't, and she didn't like give too much. So I only have my imagination to assume like what was going on, but like, and I can actually think of another friend too, also over the years where they just had a very hard time early on and heaven forbid, you hope it's nothing like the belly button thing we were referring to. Gosh, but you just wonder, is it they're yes they don't it's not fitting they're not compatible that way or is it they're just not doing it correctly or like just like warming up enough the foreplay the the lubricants the all that like oh my gosh i mean there are like imagine no one ever breaking it down for you like just like how Imagine just going into it like dry and like it would hurt so bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So yes. bad and so traumatizing, I think. For but like did someone a, sit you down and tell you everything? No, but they literally told me like, do not ignore the foreplay. Like make sure to like use a lube, foreplay, make sure you're all warmed up. And I do think if the pain does persist beyond um, a you know, a few times right. that it could po- possibly be a medical issue or a size issue too. Like yeah. you two might just be different sizes in, yeah. in different. And, and so not uh, as compatible maybe, right. but and there are some things like, I know like OBs can like offer like little expanders to help st- stretch you. Like, especially, you know, things like that. I can remember. So my, go see your OB. Yeah. Maybe, maybe would that be the first OB or a gyno? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And just making sure everything, I guess your gyno, you don't have an OB yet. That's right. right. So you have oh a baby. Gosh, I'm so used to so saying gyno, that word. Right. Yes. So, I mean, and just follow through with that. But I don't, I mean, actually, it's probably more common than we know. It's just hard to, I know, come forward. And I just don't know all the reasoning behind it. I don't know. I wish I had more help for you, girl. There can be like a burning thing too that I've I've read about. And that's on the girl. I mean, obviously the girl's, it's a girl's problem. It's like some sort of inflammation type, like tissue burning. And that can be very painful too. And that is like a condition. So there are like little like, Things that could be happening. Right. That could be happening. Okay. Well, hang in there, girlfriend. Okay. The next question is a little bit of a long one that we got. So I'm going to kind of sum it up a little bit. But long story short is we have someone who wrote in and said that they have faked it in the past or may continue to do so. (laughs) And they feel guilty about it. And like, they're asking for help. I mean, wow. What What do you think about this? This is a big one. And I think it's one... I don't know. I think it's one that a lot of people do or have done. Sarah faked an orgasm, Lauren. She's going to make me say the word. word. 
There it is. Look at her. She's so she's a changed woman from a year ago. Oh my gosh, stop oh, it. Yes. I'm a 36-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't. We don't have that little E next to our yeah, um, we, podcast we episode not title. We are and, not explicit and, people. No, we don't ever want to have that E next to our title. So we just try to keep it clean here. But faking it, wow. I mean, I think it's a literal problem. I do for Is a, it? Is it I, like oh, a problem? I don't think it's a problem. I, I shouldn't even say a problem because to most, it's probably not even a big deal. I will be a thousand percent honest. I have done it, especially, especially when I was exhausted and tired, had just had my babies and I wanted to be a good wife. I wanted to be with my husband. I just wanted to be with him. Right. Yes. I didn't even care why, why, what, but about like, the why climax part. Though? Why don't you just say, I, because you it's just, it's for, for you. Point. Just you, you just, you, I'm just, I just going to hug on you. Oh, right. I know. I don't even know. Because you think they'd be mad no, or they'd be like, un- no. they would be discouraged. No, and I'm not saying I did it every no, time. I, I, no, I'm just of saying course. out loud. I'm not speaking about your situation. Like, Do you think men get like play frustrated? play for the team. Be a cheerleader. Yeah. Oh, you're so good. So sexy. I'm, I'm so <laughs> kidding. Do you want me to show you how I fake it, Lauren? You want to hear that right now? That's no. what you want to hear. Totally kidding. No, but no, I just feel... And, I do feel like there were those moments where I felt like it maybe sped up the process, right? Like, okay, we can, we can like get to the end of this a lot sooner because I have a very wonderful husband who loves to make sure that I feel good. And I take like, it takes longer for every woman woman does. Right. So there are points where I'm like, I want to go to sleep. Like, I know I'm not getting there. I know I'm not having this tonight. Like I can feel my body, my hormones, all the things. So I've done it. Okay. Have you? You guys, it's not fair that we sit here and say these things. Oh, you don't have to say anything you don't I want know. to, Lauren's Sarah. Lauren's over there like, no, no. I'm totally I, kidding. I, I don't know. This is just something I've never no. done. I, I just listen feel like. Listen to her. No, listen I just, to her. I just feel like I just tell them. I'm like, oh, it's not going to happen for me. That's okay. I know. I and and it's like, okay. Uh, those love you. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and dare I say. No, I don't know. It, it, But like, but I wouldn't say like it. That's very often either, but it's just, I don't know, but I totally get like why any woman has, any woman would, it's very easy to do so. So and easy. I mean, I think about all the times, like, I mean, I didn't have promiscuous sex and I didn't have casual sex, but I think about all the women out there that have sex with different partners. And I'm just like, how would they even know you? You would <laughs> almost have to, right? You'd almost have oh to, my like, gosh. if you just like met someone or you just started dating or if you're even like a one night stand, like in these movies, I'm like, yeah, right. They can just the first time off the bat, never knowing each other, just like, I, I, I it has to be like a standard for women I would women totally sometimes. agree with that. Like 10 year married sex is so good for me because different it's a whole different different level he knows my body he knows what I like it's like the intimacy you've like been through crap now you've gotten you have your children like I don't know it's like such a deeper deeper connection and for me a woman like that that like is helps so much like it's crazy but going back to the listener question feeling guilty about it don't feel guilty about it. Yeah, like I wouldn't don't feel even guilty get in their head about but it. But you're right. But uncover like what and why. And if it needs to again, man, it just should be like tattooed to our foreheads. Communicate. Just talk to each other. I mean, uncover why this is a problem. Is he not being considerate? Is he being considerate? Like, are you not being truthful or for you know, forward yeah. about your, you know, what's going on on your end? And I would say, looking back on it, like when they're 
when I can think of maybe a time or two, you're doing yourself a disservice in the end. Like, I understand, like, why some women do that or would or why we all would or whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, you really are. You're not, like, progressing. You're not getting any resolution because all it is going to be, it's going to be between you two. Right. Like, changing up the position, telling him what you like, what you don't like, what's working, what's not working. Like Lauren just said, tattoo it across our freaking heads. Talk to your partner. Well, and I think like the disservice in the sense that you're like, not that you're tricking them. I know it's never like ill will, but, you know, in the end, it's just he thinks he's doing something right when he's not or he's just under the impression you're you're satisfied yeah. or happy. And you don't and you're carry not. that by yourself. Right. And you like, don't have to carry that burden. Just exactly. be honest about things. And like and even from the get go, I mean, if you're kind of far in, you've been married a few years and like this has been going on. I mean, it's never too late to talk about it, but it's definitely if you're early on, newlywed, figuring things out, just be upfront as, as you can. And I think that can be scary. I can remember feelings of like feeling broken and like, why is this not happening for me? Oh, yeah. Like it should. Yes. Yes. Why? Why? Yes. Why? We and have like, talked about that oh many my times on any episode we've ever talked about. We've yes. just said like, at times we feel like, why? Why? Like we are broken together. Why why is this happening to me? And then I start getting resentful and I get frustrated and I just want it to be over. (laughs) Right. Therefore therefore comes in the faith. (laughs) So yes, it is like a little cycle. So let's just like, yeah. Be patient with yourself. Right. That's what we're saying. Absolutely. Um, And we hope it gets better. It will. It will. Well, here Happy we are. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> hey, you guys, if this doesn't give us the most listens all year long, it wasn't even worth oh, it for me to say so much. Stop. I'm just no, kidding. I, but we do laugh that you guys really TMI. love these episodes. I they know. are like on our top 10. Always. Every, all of them. Always, always. And we always shy away from this subject because it's like obviously very forward for us. But we know that it's also very much a large part of our all of our lives. Yes, and it's so important. And again, we don't ever want this conversation to ever sound negative or like there's just all these things to fix. But yeah, it was kind of fun getting some feedback from the listeners and hearing some of the questions that you had. And so hopefully we helped a little bit or spurred your thoughts a little or you you related to something that we talked about a little. And we're by no means professionals, but we talked about sex therapy for a good few minutes there. So that also could definitely be an avenue. And we do need to probably have a therapist on here to sit down with us. There's so much I could ask. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, let's wrap up this week's episode with our hits and misses of the week. Lauren, what was your miss? My miss? I mean, this week is my grumpy kindergartner. Caleb is just so funny. I don't know if it is... I don't, I don't know. He just is grumpy in the morning, grumpy after school. And normally he's kind of like, he's always my wild child, I guess you could say, but he's always been at least like fun and like just yeah energetic. But lately it's just crying about everything, whining about everything, pouting about everything. I, I do think a lot of it is he's overtired. Yeah. I do think we are just not for a six-year-old, not getting him in his bed asleep in time like yeah. I mean he needs to be like asleep by 7 30 every night you know right. and when it's stretching to 8 30 and maybe sometimes nine because of older siblings it's just not okay yeah and I pay for it I, I really know. pay for it or like nights like this when dad's on duty I know he does his best but they never get in bed by time in bedtime and so it's just I pay for it the next day and so I'm trying to figure him out I mean he has plenty of attention and really he has a lot of fun after school with neighbors and basketball 
I don't worry about his like social out yeah. social or yeah. anything. But I mean, I've got to think it's the sleep. And I'm just so over. I mean, getting him up in the morning. Yeah. He's by far my worst and hardest I've ever had. All my other kids just kind of the alarm go off. And it's a pretty unless it's like sometimes when it creeps into Friday, they're kind of dragging. Oh, but yeah, like totally. Usually they're just up and at him. This guy, I'm like str- pulling the blanket back. Pulling his feet out of the bed. It yes. is like hilarious. And he hasn't taken to kindergarten as much as your others, right? Yeah, I would agree. And I would, I would agree. dare say I already have anxiety about Luke going to kindergarten. He's my baby also. Yeah. And I just feel like this is going to be harder for him. Yeah. I don't know if it's the regimen. Oh, they're used to or, the one-on-one, girl. Yeah, the they're used to the freedom, the mom, yes, the, the like fun all I've the already, time. I already see it. And I'm already like, oh, this could be harder yeah. than like yeah. just okay. You're off. Good right. job. I've still got Luke here to deal with. Like, yes. see you later. I know. I I can totally see, but I bet it is the sleepiness thing. I, I, yeah, I've got to get. That, I mean, it always is more... with my kids. Always. Right. right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, my miss is. I don't know. As I was thinking about it, I was like, man, I'm just not getting in the classroom like ever. I feel like as much as I want to, and it yes. kind of spurred. We were talking to a friend of ours recently, and she was saying that because of COVID, she still has not been able to get into the classroom for like two years now. No. And so I'm grateful that I've been able to go like once or twice, but I just miss it. I really loved volunteering at my my daughter's school, and I feel like I barely got to do that before COVID hit. Right. And so I don't know. I, I guess that's just my miss. I miss being in the school and seeing wow. the friends and being around the teacher and all those. Make so that happened this month. I know. I need I to. Know. I know. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I, I would love to be there more too. And so. that's great. I know. Good goal. Okay, what was your hit of the week? My hit was our little Galentine's get together you had us. Oh my gosh, it was oh, so Lord. fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. Valentine's is so fun. But then Sarah threw out having a Galentine's night for dinner on a show at her house. And I was so excited. It was so, so fun. fun. We so, carb loaded for we, your okay, run. We carb loaded for my run. And we are going to highlight heavy on the run next week. I know we didn't go into it today because I mean, too it's Valentine's to and too much. Yeah. But we have lots to report on that and yeah. all the ex- excitement and emotion. I know. But yes, we carb loaded on Thursday and um, watch Big Brother and watch Big Brother. And it was just so fun. And I hope that like, you guys carve out time to like really highlight your friendships and your girlfriends in your life because yes, it is about the love of our life and our husband or partner or boyfriend or whatever, but it is like so fun to have fun with your girls and have a reason to get together. Oh, and it, there's like no better like boost, I right? Know. Absolutely. And being around other women we're who all, just get you. We're it's always like, like the next morning, like, uh, oh my gosh, I'm tired. And that was so fun and so worth yes, it. It was so good. So, so it was it. so fun. Go oh, girl, I love you. that. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. The hit was, or sorry, my hit for the week is that I've been cooking, Lauren. I saw on your fridge, your little whole meal plan. The phone, you guys. Good job. If you're a longtime listener, then you know I'm very uncomfortable in the kitchen. Like, does not come naturally to me. Dare I say, my mom probably cooked more than I did. Like, I just do not cook. And I, last week and the week before, actually, I set out with a meal plan. Not very, like... 
Um, not a very ambitious one. No, very but simple. Hey. But I was so happy and my kids actually ate it, Lauren. I love that. So I've Good like nailed for you. I have nailed a pasta penne dish, like a ziti type dish. i I did baked potatoes. I did your white chicken chili. Look at that. That's, That's actually impressive. The chili recipe is on our blog. I actually put that up a while back. Oh, did you? Yeah, okay. it's there. I, it's so good. I love it. You guys got to go do that. But I'm I love so it. proud of myself. I'm so proud of you. That's uh, huge. I've come so far. You know what? My sister suggested this idea. And actually, I'm trying to incorporate it with my family. I've kind of failed the last week. But um, she was telling us about how she lets each of the kids have a night of the week and they get to pick the menu item. And so like come Sunday, if you're planning, like have them pick their favorite dish or what they want to make. And then I they kind it. of even help like it, whatever that be set the table or dice or whatever they can do. But I thought that was such a great idea because it kind of gets the kids excited. And half the time, let's be real. We talk about how the kids won't eat what you make, but if they're like behind it and they're like the ones pushing for it, like. I think it's like a little more successful. Get them invested. Yeah, totally. That was a fun idea. I want to really try. I love that idea. So anyway, I'm excited to report. Good work. work. My kitchen's getting used. All right, guys. Well, that's what we have for you today. We hope you celebrate with your love tonight. And we wish you a very happy Valentine's Day. You can find us over on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all the things at... Yes, the Mom Voice Podcast. Awesome. And we are back every single Monday with a brand new episode. So make sure you are followed or subscribed. And then also, if you want to do us a huge favor and if you enjoy the show, please head over and leave us a five-star rating and a review wherever you listen. Yes. Thank you so much. We love you guys. We totally do. Take care of each other. All right, guys. Bye-bye.